to farting on the mm. pod, alright? I'm not going to do that. You're a shit bloke. What's your point? Well, you skipped a week, so now you don't get to the introduction. Oh! Yeah. Oh, so you're, thro- <laughs> you're slinging shade like that, are you? Mr. Yeah. I've skipped like a month. Um, that was for work purposes. You had some shitty engagement party. Yeah. I don't think it's the same thing. Still had a good time, though. Had yeah. a good time. I'm sure you did. I did. Um, Is it too long? Who? You. What? For this what intro yeah i know i'm getting to it hurry the fuck up the, so, the, view, the listeners are waiting well it's like they don't know who we are anyway so this is gears and beers podcast episode oh crap 29 29 29 cool what a guess um who's here i'm back that's yes, the most important are. bit i'm mitch I'm and disagree. i'm back well um, to be fair last week was a complete shambles no it wasn't it, it was, was an, an excellent it was, episode not a complete shambles it was wow. an excellent episode it was really? even some motorcycle talk I'm that's what excited. i mean it, complete shambles yeah that, that was fucking this is gears, gears and, and beers right motorcycles have gears they do have gears in fact they have more gears than some vehicles do we don't do care they? about motorbikes on this um motorbike. i do and he does and that's, that's like 57 that's a that's if about you, if you go 40 size percent of the wise it's like too fair he's he's only done about one percent of the pod so his his vote is still you know pending well that's um, why i said 40 percent of the podcast crew because he doesn't really count for yeah 24%. not yet no. he's getting there just <laughs> Give me like um, a year when I actually have a car, and then well, maybe I'll. Well, well no, my, my issue with last week was that you guys started talking about how motorcycles are good for the environment or some bollocks. Electric motorcycle racing or something. No, what we were doing was trying to just trigger Joseph. And you triggered me in the process. <laughs> then my job here is done. I is it not? I, I, oh, I was, so who, who's here? Are we doing that again? We sort of stopped doing that for a while. No, we didn't. We never stopped doing we, that. We kind of did. No, we didn't. Uh, well, I'm Mitch. Yeah. And I'm Matt. Yep. And I'm Joseph. Yes. I'm Ranger Crowd. Hey, Ranger, Ranger Crowd. Crowd. Hi. Hi. Oh, how much are you being paid hello. tonight to be here? I'm never being paid. No. <laughs> Establish this. Like... The best kind of Ranger Crowd. Normally, I pay you in food, but mm. we didn't pay you yes, in food. No. You're getting paid in beer. That's wow. a thing. That's, hey. Yes, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Some high quality Great Northerns. That's a good beer. I love Great Northerns. It's, it's my a go- good beer. It's my go-to. It's, it's a very, very I'm, easy drinking beer. It's your go-to because I bought a carton of it and we're still drinking it. No, no, no. It, it, it's my go-to. Like, if I'm out, I'll go buy Great Northerns. It used to be Coronas. Well, we bought like you 60 were Great Northerns. Corona, yeah, Coronas yeah, were my shit. And then you, you realised your mistake. Right? Yes. We I'm bought so... like 60 of those Great Northerns for our camping trip. Yeah. We yeah, went they, through 60 it, in three days. Yep. I mean, mm. if I'm going to buy a carton of beer, it's probably Great Northern. Mm. Because they're cheap. It's not. It tastes really good. It tastes good. Yeah. The beer from taste. up here, as they say. It's further up, but anyway. I don't think it's available in New South Wales, though. Some places. Get this. It's, it's coming to WA. Yes. Yes. Why? Yeah, yes. 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 Yeah, that one. Um, apparently, they're like basically a mini Queensland down there. Really? They support the Maroons and all sorts of things, even though it's like further south than Sydney. There's like 20, so 20 people in the town. Yeah, it's I mean, not much. It's, it's, but like they have Great Northerns and like Forex and all that. It's like a mini Queensland. It's like a worse Queensland, basically. <laughs> Poor bastards. Yes. Um, so car things. Woo! Yeah. I mean, we can talk about Not motorbikes. Not motorbikes. We did beers. We've done, we've done beers. more beers than we've done in the last. I know. Maybe we should keep that going. The we, beers we, thing has definitely oh, no. dropped off. But we, <laughs> this year we're going to make an effort. In fact, I was thinking we should do a beer of the week. 
of the week. Yes. Well, do does we it mean we have to try it? Or potentially at the moment it's like Great Northern all around. Yeah. Well, maybe it should be a beer of the month because buying new beers every week might get a bit difficult. Well, we just get like single you're, beers. You're not, and you're not a true Australian then. You should be consuming so much of said beer that you should be. No, I, I, I do. I do. I do. Well, I do my fair. Well, I do my share. We can do it off the week. Yeah, well, we could, we could try. We, could. Every, we, we used to do that. Yeah. Uh, we, we stopped we in like episode 10. Sh- is it time for shit beer week again? Because I tried one yeah. last night that was pretty shit. <laughs> what, the sake? No, it was a... a Sake's a good little beer. Can. No, it wasn't a sake. No, sake. Yeah. yeah. No. It's that little can. The little can one, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quite awful. I, I don't know what it was called. It, it was some Italian beer. It, it had an S in the name and the logo was quite bad. Almost as bad as the beer itself. We shall that, find that it was, and we shall drink it and we shall complain about it. Nine dollars fifty. That was supposed. Nine dollars fifty for that. Yes. yes. I'm, I'm not. Gonna, Nine dollars fifty. I'm yes, and it was now. tiny. It was smaller than an average bear. It was like two average, average bear. bear. <laughs> Reference. Don't worry. Too old or young. Whoosh. Whoosh. Yeah. Straight over my head. But I, I will. A word. A word to the wise. Italian, Italian beer, for the most part, is shit house. How do you rate Peronis? Garbage. What? I'd say drinkable. They're oh, very drinkable. Dog shit. No, they're not. Yes, they no, are. No, they're not. If you okay, if it, if it was the last beer on earth, I would drink it. But if I had, it, 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 it is so four hard. Four X I drink Fosters. I drink a four X gold over. Golds, you can drink golds. Golds aren't that bad. I haven't bad. drunk enough Fosters to make a decision on that. I had a sip, shit I had out. I'd choose a Peroni over a Corona any day of the year. No, Ooh, I wouldn't. No, I See, Corona just tastes like water. You gotta put a lime in it. You gotta put a lime in it. What's None the of this point th- of having a fucking beer if you modify it? No, there is. Oh, darling, have you got the lime? Yeah, lime. oh, yeah, it's Let me the just pull my knife to cut the lime. Oh, yes. oh, this, this beer is impure. It's been modified with a lime. Oh, we can't so, consume so we can't modify beers, but we can modify cars. Is that what you're saying? Very why, much why, so. Why don't they come pre limed? Because otherwise, the why lime's not. Why have gonna... a lime as an extra with the beer that you buy it with? There's a lime. So you don't believe in cocktails at all, then, Matt? You used to drink all the things. I straight. drank the best beer cocktail at Strike Bowling on one of the nights. <laughs> beer the most, cocktail. That's, that's the most bogan thing I've heard Friday all Friday night. A beer cocktail. It was a beer cocktail. It, was, it had was three it just a shots. beer in a cocktail glass? No, it had Was like... it a beer in a bowling ball and you suck it out a little, like, finger? What about a beer in a man's hat? If you let me that's a Simpsons. Hey. <laughs> that's a Simpsons quote. Beer. Yeah, it's just so much quality stuff. It's like Australia's one claim to fame. The funny thing is that the Australian accents are actually really shitty in that episode. Absolutely, they're just bad. But oh, it's Mr. Prime Minister, (laughs) Mr. Prime Minister, (laughs) Prime Minister. (laughs) Oi, lads, what's a good word? Anyway, you're going to talk about your beer cocktail piece of shit, or are we going to no, move on to proper topics? Let's move on to proper topics. Now, you got a thing up on there. Do you want to talk about that thing, or is that something not relevant to anything? No, no. It was just saying here about engine modifications um, in terms of the emissions, the IM240 test. Woo! That sounds exciting. No, 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 no. It's this is real good podcasting material. Because, because the problem was is that you've got to pass your vehicles got to pass certain emission standards to be road legal and if you modify them technically you would have to get it re uh, tested re, yeah retested and, and approved but they were saying that while most num- while these while the laws are in effect the problem is is that given that there are currently no facilities in our state approved to perform the test to validate whether your car is legal or not then any requirement for the emissions test will be waived 
Whoa. That's what this that got interesting said. really yeah. quick. Yeah. That got in- very interesting. <laughs> so, so, so basically, you could go straight pipe. Yeah. And obviously, it's going to be loud, so that's going to be the issue. Yes. But you wouldn't necessarily be able to get tested on this particular requirement, and therefore, you get away on a technicality. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. This, yes. The, the, the thing, yeah, that, that's it. So, any, any other, I know New South Wales has two emissions testing facilities, and they have to go and do it. But essentially, they're saying that because our the government until the government can develop and, and fund uh, an emissions testing um, facility, mm. then which they as, won't, which they fucking won't, with the Queensland government. Yeah, um, we're basically free to go in terms of any sort of emissions but issues. My understanding is that the sound regular, yeah, well, no, no, quite we're just talking about. I was just saying that. Um, I was just saying that hypothetically, if we went straight pipe, and it, yeah. let's say in the a hypothetical issue. situation, yeah. it doesn't get any louder. Yeah. Just it, it would obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. but well, purely based on emissions, okay. they couldn't test you on that. Obviously, it's going to get louder, and they can ping you for that. But and you're going to be sound like a complete do wanker with a straight going, Do you think they're going to put the money towards no. building a facility? God like no! That? Can you imagine trying to get people to you know the the voting people to agree to that, spending however many millions of dollars on that? When be mean, like, well, it's where's our roads? And, yeah, I mean, they spend <laughs> the money anyway, that. right? But I mean, with Euro four that's come into effect with a lot of manufacturers mm. making it a lot stricter well the cars coming into the country are going to have stricter emissions rules yeah yeah. the, that, the, new, that, the, the newer the car is the stricter the rules yeah, yeah that, that may warrant them wanting to do that I, okay. I think it's, that, that sounds to me like more of a federal issue as opposed to a state issue yeah that's true because mm. it's not like the states have a say in what is imported into the country really so it's definitely a federal level issue. Yeah. While we are talking about how do we get to politics requirements? No, because I'm done with that. Yeah, um, I want to have a quick chat about people lifting their vehicles. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's been a bit of research done that I find quite interesting because quite often lifts that people do is a two inch lift. You yeah, everybody heard yeah, about that. Yeah, because that's the highest legal that everyone claims. Not true. No, I don't not. think it was, but everyone keeps saying it's, that two it's inches. Le- is it's illegal. less than two inches. Correct. Because it's fifty point five millimeters, and the maximum legally is fifty. I looked it up today. It's fifty mil. So 0. 0.5 of a millimeter is you can go higher. No, no, no. no, no is no, you, no. you're too high by 0. 0.5 of a millimeter. Correct. How are they going to test that? With a laser? I guess they'll have to <laughs> test it with a laser. I mean, yes, lift, lifting the government and the, these minor modification laws are, are pretty bullshit. Would you say they need to lift the regulations? Oh, oh my God. God. They need to raise their standards. Um, so do you think if you went bigger hmm. that you'd need an engineering cert? Yeah, yes. Correct. Would that affect your insurance much more than being just under the minor? Probably wouldn't, it, actually. It'd probably be better No, you've got an engineering set. No, it still would be... Same, same? Yeah, I'd say it would still heavily affect your insurance because it, it brings into question it's, other issues, it, it's like rolling over vehicle. and whatnot, depending on what kind of vehicle it is. Yeah, yeah true. Because um, it, it, yeah, it introduces if you're other just safety. Under, your your vehicle is not a modified vehicle yeah. in that sense. Of no, it's still. Then again, you still got to still have to declare. The thing is, the thing is, is that these rules, if you're under what they say, then you don't need them to be certified. Mm. If mm. you're, you can have a taller lift. You can have more than what this stipulates, but it has to be certified by an engineer. With yeah. So 
Um, it's not as if it's completely, you know, off, out of bounds. Mm. But, you know, if you, you know, if there's a lot more time involved, a lot more money, a lot more effort. It can be done. Yeah. You just got to weigh up the costs, you know, the cost benefit analysis, really. Because you um, see so many four bees getting around with like at least four inch lift. At you know, least. One thing that I've seen is, Six is cool. wheel, wheel poke in all these utes and four wheel drives. They get away with so it. So many. Somehow they get away with it. But if you're a slam car with, you know, like half know. a bee's dick I, out, you know. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon that the cops are going to start cracking down on these utes. I don't, have think, nah. I don't think they will. You don't reckon? No. Nah. That's yeah, that, that's a cash cow right there. I know it is. They start defecting the fuck out of every second you you see, but after after. I I still don't think they will. I think um, somehow Utes get sort of away with it because they're a utility vehicle. Yeah, they're a commercial well, vehicle. Let me see if I can find something on the wheels. Because I guess when was the last time did you hear about Tracy Grimshaw having a whinge about wheel poke on a on a Navara? It doesn't Never. happen. Yeah. Never. Because, yeah, can't leave the guards, which is why a lot of people put on, like, so-called Jeep flares. Yeah. Or what actually does, what a lot of people do is a cheaper option. They use garden edging. Yeah, I've seen that. And that works quite well. And the good thing with garden edging is because it is quite flexible, if you do you smack it up against a tree, it, <laughs> it actually bends. Yeah, although I think break. if you hit a tree, I think your rubber garden hosing thing would be the least of your worries if you have a ute. But, um, I, yeah, I, totally, but, I, I mean, totally understand. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you, yeah, it, it's going to be a lot more flexible than a hard plastic. I mean, really, all it, all it says here, it says rims and tires must not protrude beyond the bodywork of the vehicle when viewed from above with the wheels facing straight ahead. If the vehicle was originally constructed with a portion of the wheel protruding, the alternative wheels must not protrude further than the original ones. Um, Interesting. It, it is. I guess was there any was there any Australian legal vehicles <laughs> with wheels having poked from factory? <laughs> yeah, there's heaps of them. Old ones, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I guess old ones. Old or ones. like. Um. Yeah, no, I can't think of the name. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> appreciate the input. Jeeps. Wranglers. They always had wheel flares. They got wheel flares. They got Jeep flares. Mm, yeah, true. That's yeah, what right. I mean. That's what I mean. So, so there you go. So there you go. Um, that uh, wheels I mean, suck. One, one, of, reckon, one of the things in... Do you reckon that Volvo's an LS swapped one? No, no. absolutely fucking not. This is a QR. <laughs> Why are you here? It would be completely bone stock Volvo, mate. Granny spec, yeah. bald tires. Yeah. It would be not serviced for about five years. I've got to say, the Volvo's a perfect choice Pro- for this yeah, document. Yeah, it is. It is. It's rubber in saying, be responsible. You know, there's no no R34 Skylines here to get the heart rate. They went into some detail on the images, though, didn't they? Oh, surprised. Like, surprising, man. Including Mate, the headrest with the... It, it's a Volvo. You just draw a square <laughs> and you've got, you've got the outline. That's all you need to go through for a Volvo true, picture. True, true. Um, but this is all, all this, you know, legality mumbo-jumbo is something that I've been thinking about recently. And uh, I am actively trying to get... To, um, you know, make sure that my car complies with everything as much as possible. As much as possible. As much as possible. Within, you know. Within reason? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, over over time, you know, everything I do to the car. I, I, I'd say, you know, um, it, it, it's definitely possible to do it, but it's, it's a part of the car community that isn't really spoken of a lot. You know, mm. people talk about, uh, you know, what's the cheapest option or what's the best performance option, you know, but usually very little thought is given to what, what what's the legality behind that. You know, and if, if, you're, if you're someone that isn't really into cars and you're starting to get into them, mm. you know, if you go on YouTube and, and Facebook and you read comments and shit, you know, you think, oh, everybody's doing it, you know, it must be okay, you know, but a lot of the time it, it really isn't, you know, yeah. like you can, the police thing, I'm not really too worried about. 
because ultimately, you know, if you, get, if, you get, if you get defected or not, it's really going to depend on the personality test. If you're yeah, not the driving, dickhead test. Yeah, if, if you're not driving like a tosser, if you're not, you know... Or if you get pulled over and you're not a dick, yeah. you get away with a lot more than... Yeah. Yeah. If absolutely. you're a dick when you get pulled over. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but that's it. You know. So for me, the, I mean, I've never been hassled by the cops. You know, touched wood. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, my, I've my been let off. I've been let off tickets before just mm. because I've been like, hey mate, look, I fucked up. Yeah. They're like, look, just don't do it again. Yeah, pretty much. But what what makes me think twice is the insurance implications. Yeah. And that you know, if you get in a big fucking accident. And your car's written off, yeah. And you know, someone goes over it, and they see that there's something there that isn't legal, yeah. And they can wipe you like a dirty ass. Mm. So you know, um, it's one of those things where it's like <laughs> you can drive your car like this, just don't have an accident in it. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> we don't mind until you have a crash. <laughs> yeah, that's do whatever you want, mate. No you worries. Want, mate. Just don't fucking have an accident and try and make a claim. Um, so you know, maybe yeah. I mean, in future, you know, and the, the more you mod your car, the more that this sort of thing. Think, is thinking about like smaller mods as well, because this this goes like, how far do you go? Do you like every nut and bolt you mm. like comply with, or do you you yourself like maybe say, okay, this is all right? Like, because I was thinking about you're talking about your gauge. You, you're wanting to put a gauge in your yes. car, which is going to cover the analog speedo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you have a digital one. That's fine. Yeah. You know, something like that if it were to make it non-compliant because you're covering the original speedo I don't know would you still do something like that I mean I've looked into the rules along the lines of aftermarket gauges mm-hmm. and for Queensland anyway essentially as long as the gauges aren't in a position whereby it would compromise the airbag deployment um, it shouldn't it should be fine. Mm. Um, there's no accessory gauges here. So it says inter- additional internal and external gauges may be fitted to the vehicle without specific approval, provided they do not A, interfere with the field of view of the driver, they don't produce glare for the driver, they don't pose a risk of pressurized fluid spraying onto the windscreen. This is from mechanical gauges that actually physically run oil yeah. to the gauge. Yeah. You can't have those. Um, increase the risk of injury to a vehicle occupant or vulnerable road user in the event of a collision. And final one, make sure it doesn't encroach upon the deployment area of any of the vehicle's supplementary restraint systems, airbags, seatbelts, head restraints, etc. So my gauge mounted in the position that it is in mm-hmm. shouldn't foul any of those. Yeah. So okay. I think I'll be fine without the approval. Um, but anything yeah, so, you do... So, so you would go to that sort of level of every single thing that you do? Yeah, you'd, you, want, you you'd, will, you'd yeah. want to look at it. You know, you'd want to have a read of it. Um, it's all... You know, this information isn't too hard to find. You just have to go and seek it out. Because, you know, if you, if you go on a Facebook page about cars, they're not going to fucking be talking about this. Nah. But going back to what you said about the insurance implications of having a modification that is questionable, let's say. Mm. Um, going back to suspension lift kits... Yep. Typically, they're installed on off-roaders. Okay. And I guess if you've got a, you know, let's say a sub-$5,000 car that you've mm-hmm. lifted or whatever, it's like, yeah, if I have a crash, I'm like, like it's five grand or whatever, plus the mods, whatever I spent. Yeah. Whereas, so in that sort of situation, it, they, they might be able to mentally sort of be okay with the idea of losing their car or losing the claim yeah. in the event of a crash. Yes. Uh, of a single vehicle crash, obviously. If it's a two-vehicle crash and you're at, it's another issue altogether right. but I think what really does matter is people who go out and buy like a 70 slash 79 series and put a really large lift kit on it and whatever And but they're getting an engineered like if you're spending that much you're getting, money in a car yeah, you're, you're, you're hopefully being smart enough as well to go get an engineered um, at least get a dodgy roadie done for it um, <laughs> <laughs> at least get the paperwork 
Um, but you know, even a, a, lot, a lot of all the um, you know popular JDM style mods can also fall foul of it without really thinking about it. For mm, example, yeah. if you have a front-mounted tow hook for one yeah that's pedestrian safety pedestrian safety and also too keep in mind that when the manufacturers do the crash tests it's not airbags and things it's not with one of those no having a bit of metal there could actually sort of impact how the airbag is deployed and um i saw a bmw today um with one of those and i still don't understand the i guess the cultural whatever for want of a better word um, like, look at me, I'm cool because I have a tow hook at the front of my car factor. <laughs> you know, it, it, to me, it doesn't make sense to have it on a street car no, if you're driving not. it on the street. So you take it to the track, whatever, who cares? In fact, but, some tracks will mandate that you need it. Yeah, to. well, that makes sense. But like on the street, what are you trying to be? Like a like a wanker saying, oh, I track my car. Pretty much. Because i got a anodized piece of metal that probably isn't strong enough to tow my car. That's the other thing too. It's got to be like an approved tow hook. Half of them aren't. Half of them are just a colored piece of aluminium (laughs) or something, just some cheapo steel. I sell approved tow hooks. They're fucking big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, all the ones you see in all of the riced out cars, they're not legal tow hooks. No. No. They'd snap in two. They're just, they're purely for the stance nation factor. Yo. Yo. Yeah, yo. And, you know, also just what we were saying about, you know, um, minor mods and things. Like, one of the popular mods for our cars, the X6, is the taillights. Mm. Um, that, that, that's a real grey area right there. Very grey area. Because, you know, you think about if you've got, you know, tinted taillights or, you know, even if they were smoked when they came like that. Yeah. Any, heck, fucking anything after, after Mark, if someone rear-ends you, mm. you know, they could, could the insurance then say, well, hold on, with these taillights... Um, you know, ADR approved. If they're not ADR approved, then that could have been a, you know, contributing factor to the accident. Well, Therefore, you know, you're not going to be covered. If you take genuine Valentias into account, I believe the genuine ones are actually approved. AD, ADR approved. I believe, I remember Jesse from LED86 saying that they are actually rated for Australian cars. Maybe that's, that's cool. why they cost so much more. Exactly. Where if you go to uh, a uh, eBay competitor, I'm not going to mention them, <laughs> named after a planet, um, the red planet. Um, <laughs> the ones that they sell um, are half the price of the genuine ones, yeah. and I think they're you know the the how you go and knockoff equivalent, and I don't believe they are rated. Yeah, I mean, but again, there's, then there's, again, there's a whole there's a there's a whole discussion about that. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, but essentially, you know. I don't, I don't really know how much of a difference it was between the Valentes and those... Uh, that's it, that's, and I was about to but say. it's that badge of the ADR proof. That sticker is what makes a difference. Oh, yeah. Well, there wasn't even a sticker on the, the a genuine Valentes. The only difference was a holographic sticker on the from back. From Valenti. Valenti. Yeah. They oh, maybe I'm wrong. From the same factory. I could be wrong, but I think there's like a major legal difference with the genuine Valentes compared to the knockoff ones. Where maybe they don't have a sticker, maybe they just meet there's the paperwork behind yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I know. You know, yeah. Ultimately, you know, the takeaway point here is: provided your car is roadworthy, mm. you won't have an issue with insurance, and you won't have an issue with the police. Just do your own research. Basically, yeah. don't go off what some you know Tom Dick or Harry says on a forum because they could be an idiot on their own. You know. Right. The amount of misinformation I see on Facebook and in yeah. forums is, oh, yeah. is genuinely huge. fucking concerning. It's very concerning. Because, you, know, you know, traditionally, you know, when I was growing up, you know, it was like, oh, if you buy a, you know, a collector car or, you know, a muscle car or whatever it was, you know, you go to the owner's club. Yeah. You know, they'll the forum. know. The forum. Yeah. They'll know exactly what to do. You know, they know their car's inside out. You, know, you take their advice. You'll be fine. But no. That's not a thing with Absolutely Facebook. Absolutely not. Actually. It's worse now. 
Ozookas, there's the Australian Suzuki Forum. It's still going and it's still a wealth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. The guys on there have been doing it for years. They, know, they pulled apart so many cars. They know their shit. Yeah. That's I'm like probably one of the last, you know... Reputable. Re- yeah. I'm quite happy with the Subaru forums that I've been a part of since I've gotten my new car. Interesting. That's Which good. will not be named. I've found... Yeah. Oh, well, can, can, we, can we reveal it? No, we're doing it in the video, you numpty. Yeah. Remember? Do you want me to edit out the fact you just said what it was? No, I didn't. I said it was Subaru. Yeah, well, I mean... Okay. All right, but we'd Subaru. already... Uh, we'd already distinguished... Did we disclose that? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. Remember with the half an hour argument about it? No, you did say it. Oh, yes. 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 It was one yes. of the questions From put like to like episode 25. That's going back. That's, that's, yeah. You know, there's been many beers between now and then. That's or then fair. and now. Whatever Have it is. Have another beer, mate. <laughs> um, but yeah, te- um, yeah, essentially, you know, don't, don't do haggard shit. Yeah. Just do your own research and I guess cop it if it comes... Yeah, but I mean, ultimately, you know, like the, 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 the reward of it is that, you know, you get a modified car, you get the car you really want, and then, yeah. you know, you can sleep easy at night knowing that you can be fully insured. Yeah. You know, anything happens to you, you don't have to worry about it, you know? Yeah. That's... Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I think that's cool. Next. Next news. I've only got one article. All right, let it rip. It's from the Tokyo uh, Auto Salon. Hey, I reckon... This could be controversial, but I'd rather go to Tokyo Auto Salon than uh, SEMA. I think we all agreed on that. Well, you agreed on it, but I haven't asked the question of these two. Yeah, I'd agreed on that. Yeah, yeah I thought he was there for that. Are the motorbikes set either of them? Tokyo Motor there would be. Tokyo Motor Show there would be. Yeah, probably. Of course there would be. I don't know. I've never, I've never seen any motorbikes. I've never, well, yeah, well, not like we're looking up motorbikes. From... Yeah, no. This is, You're on this a Jalopnik, is... mate. That's like the web set for cars. Oh, uh, <laughs> But also, anyway. Also uh, sellouts. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of them, but they had this interesting article. Right. Everyone's um, going to Tokyo, so maybe we'll all go to Tokyo. Now, Daihatsu, they're still a thing, apparently. Turns out. Yeah, yeah, in Japan. They've got a, a decent following. Mm. Um, anyway, so they are building a car for women. A car just for women? Just for women. Or with women in mind, specifically for women. Okay. Now, usually it just means it's like some bullshit, you know... Misogyn- Shut up! Misogynistic bullshit. Eat a dick. But um, no, they actually Maybe I will. like they got some pictures Maybe here of the what do they got? They got the the Daihatsu Boon, the Thor, <laughs> the Moo, and the Copen. God damn! Are going to have a, what they call a Sporza version. Sporza. S P O R Z A. Sporza revival. Yeah. So basically, the idea apparently in Japan they were saying that there's been a cultural shift with women. Right. A lot of them actually getting into you know apparently this is a change where they're getting high paying jobs and they're not getting married, not having kids, and they want to focus on their own lives. Their own career. career yeah, exactly. So they're getting a lot more disposable income. Mm-hmm. And so in that regard, they're also getting into cars, apparently. A lot of the Japanese women are really getting into, into the car scene. That's and so, Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so Daihatsu is going to be targeting this market with these actually genuinely cool-looking little, little cars. Yeah, like, I think they're like key, key Are they key cars? cars? They're key, key cars, cars. Oh, yeah, cool. definitely. Um, and yeah, they, I, still, I still think about that little Honda S660 we saw at work. Oh, that was such that a was good so car. Cool, wasn't it? Can I, I like about one this? of those. Oh, Come on. Anyway, so basically, it's all these cars what are going to be. Fuck about your car. They're going to be one-offs. Hurry up! So essentially, oh. the idea <laughs> is when you go into a Daihatsu dealership, not yes. even into a dealership, you actually have to basically have a meeting with the guys for this particular department from Daihatsu, and you can basically pick and choose each individual component to make your one-off car. Wow! So wow. every single one of them is going to be a one-off per customer. 
Yeah, that's kind of it's awesome. It's going to cost money, yeah. Oh, it's going to cost money, but I mean, it's it's going to have a base platform, and they're going to have a huge part list they can choose for. So basically, like an actually decent version of what Scion tried to do in the US. Yeah, so they're going to be custom built to the buyer's standards. Wow. Uh, I suppose it, it wouldn't be too much more expensive if, if depending on the level of modification or things you can yeah. choose from. Yeah. So I mean, basically, we, we need to like you know you'd have to ascertain as to whether okay. Do they mean like infinite, you know, Ferrari levels of, you know, oh, different colors? Be screws. You, can, you can custom pick the color for the stitching on yeah. the handbag that comes with the yeah. Ferrari in like the poses kit. That'd be the California, I imagine, that comes with the handbag. Oh, that comes as standard in yeah. California. It's uh, <laughs> uh, but they said, so instead of actually going to a dealership, you will actually work with specialists. Uh, then name a guy called Kudu, Kudo, um, and have it built to your specification from the ground up. That's good awesome. old Kudo. That's uh, awesome. So Kudos basically, they called it the, uh, the, yeah. the, the one person, one model concept. Every vehicle will be unique to its buyer, and so every car will be a model of one. Which is pretty cool. That's that's a bad. That would be but the funny thing is, all these cars that are for women, I'll be like, they're pretty dope. Like like mean, Aero oh, and all very hot boys. No, you wouldn't. Uh, that looks like a um, MX5 almost. No way. It looks more like an S6. No, I sort of the front there. Yeah, actually, I see what you're saying, but it's, it's sort of like that's similar. Does no. that mean you or can an 86? Does that mean of? you can just no. rock up and be like, Fuck hey, you. I want a 65 millimeter turbo strapped on the front? I, I don't know. I suppose it's been like the Japanese industrial <laughs> standards. Yeah, you pay enough. How far are you taking this? <laughs> as rock far as you can legally go. Let's just say that much. Tires at 45 amp. Here's, here's, here's something that I, I want to say. Yes. Um, you know, you brought up cars and, and, you know, cars being made for women. Yeah. We actually have a lot to thank, like, 1950s sexism for. Because if we think about it, the Mustang itself... <laughs> The Mustang itself was made as a secretary's car. That turned into one of the biggest, uh, one of the most, you know, probably the most popular muscle car ever. Or pony car for sure. Automatic transmissions were made with women in mind. Because they thought back then, I'm not saying that we think it now. I'm not saying I think it now. But in the 40s and 50s, they were like, you know, a big heavy clutch is too much for a woman. That's not true. Where have you heard that? I've heard it from books. I read about it. When they were making these cars, the designers back then, they were trying to appeal to the The Power Glide, which was the first automatic transmission. That wasn't hot. Yeah, yeah the maybe. Power Glide back in the 20s was... that was It was not the Power Glide we know today. Mm. But the Power Glide was what it was known as before it was known as an automatic transmission. Mm. And Ford made it mm. in like the 20s or the 30s. And it was simply for truck drivers who were too busy. Maybe, to bother trying to do manual gear. Yeah, okay, I be, I'll believe that. Yeah, but then, but then to, to, con, to then to then make that technology available to like your base Falcon models and whatnot, yeah, would have been pretty purely you know for for sort of I suppose private use. I want to check. Wasn't that the out. original Cadillacs? Mini for women originally? It was actually for the housewife, and now then no, it became the Mini. No, yeah, the original Mini that was developed by the bloke. Power brakes on Cadillacs. So basically, all the stuff that blokes probably wanted anyway. To be fair, and a lot of blokes want now. Yeah, was designed for I mean, women. I, I, I will Yay go. for sexism in the forties and fifties. <laughs> no, Power assisted brakes. Yeah, what bloke does? What bloke wants them? I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, what kind of bloke wants power steering? Oh. <laughs> no, I want my cars to be difficult to drive and heavy as fuck. I mean, so you know, I mean, it's uh, there you go. What did you find? 
The modern automatic transmissions can be traced back to the early origins as the horseless carriage gearbox that was developed in 1904. Gee, that's gone way back. Mm-hmm. The unit had two forward speeds. I was going to say maybe two speeds. Yeah. Yeah. Slow and not so slow. Uh, the ratio change being brought... Oh, shit, it's sort of like a CVT. <laughs> by fly weights that were driven by the engine. At higher speeds, the higher... Ge- oh, okay, so it's... You know when you're like your little RC cars when they have that clutch that expands? Yeah. That's how the gear did it. Yeah, I think that was, I was literally talking about this on the drive here, that like this the CVT came from like an old thing thing yeah and Henry Ford see Henry Ford yeah lucky we are the next significant phase for the automatic transmission motherfucker do you speak it nope thank you Pulp (laughs) Fiction Um, automatic transmission development occurred in 1908 with the introduction of Henry Ford's remarkable T4 the Model T had a cheap reliable simple two speed plus reverse planetary transmission well that was manual First automatic transmission using hydraulic fluid was in 1932 by some Brazilian engineers. Cool story. And bro. the hydromatic transmission in 1940. Oh my god. That was built by the ZF guys. Oh. Holy shit, by Germans. <laughs> in 1940. You gotta love the Germans. The hydromatic. At least I got the name right. Yeah, good job. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was Woo! Cool. Next. Next on the list will be some BMW news. Oh, cool wall. Uh, I'll have to go get that. Yes, you I'll will. I'll have to go get that. Or are we running out of time? I was going to say, how much time we've got? We're up to I think, a, I think we've done a hell of a long time. We've we've got, done, we're up to a thousand bar, whatever that means. <laughs> we still can't this work is out the good it thing is. about the PC and... and it, it did tell us the time, that's the time true. Was. I don't know why Apple bothered with this. I'm sure it's probably just a setting you can I change. could look it up from the Snapchat I sent minutes before recording. Let's you do that. You could. 47 minutes ago. All right. There you go. That's enough time for Cool Wall. That's definitely enough time for Cool Wall. Cool Wall? All right. Cool Wall can be an argument, mate. Cool Wall can oh, be an argument. It could be. All right. So, Wait, did you, did you have any questions? Because you said that you might have a question for me. What if we discuss that question while you go get the Cool Wall? Well, well, then how am I going to know about what the answer was? You'll hear Essentially, it. Essentially, your room's not far away. We will discuss it. We're talking. Okay. We'll get back. We'll okay. You okay. 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 Subarus, right? Yes. You've got shit the, cars. The, they are. Oh, yeah. terrible. Yep. Never buy one, guys. No. You've got an Outback and a Forester. Yes. What's the difference between them? The oh, that's an easy question. The Outback is a lifted Liberty, whereas the Forester is its own complete chassis. Right. Because I've seen a lot of Outbacks and that look very Forestery. Yeah, no, no, they, but, but a Forester. So the Outbacks have a lower. So it's literally just a lifted Liberty. Oh yeah, I always okay. thought the, the Outback was basically just yeah. Because like you know, with a name like the Outback, it would sound like that's the more. Oh, and it, it's the touring car. one. It's the touring car. It's the Bob, Mum, and Dad live in five hours away, and they need to drive back on dirt roads. They need to get a pint of milk. Yep, they buy an Outback, which is two hundred kilometers away. Yep. There you go. Just sure. <gasps> You've opened it? No, no, no. It's like falling apart because we played with it too much. Ah. Uh, oh, dear. But... Well, I wonder what the value is on that. Probably not much. I was going to fucked it. No, I haven't fucked it. It's still in the packaging. So what's what's better off road, a Forester or an Outback? Uh, there's not much difference. I think, from my understanding, the Foresters have a higher entry and exit angles as well as a higher pivoting point. 
Um, it's very similar running gear, although the foresters have a little bit taller. Mm. And the forest, the outbacks can't be had in a turbo. Right. So the foresters are quicker. I was going to say, what's and the performance difference? Yeah. Far higher spef- specific fucking English. Specifications. Thank you. So what the, the, the forest has got a higher spec on average. No, yeah. Well, it has the opportunity to be higher spec. Right. They pump more in it. Forest is like their top of the line vehicle. So is the forest dearer than the Outback? By a shit ton. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like your fully loaded Outback would be mid 30s. Really? Oh, maybe, maybe no. early 40s. Maybe early 40s. Whereas a fully specced, well, the fully specced Forester brand new is 55. So this it, like the top of the line spec Forester is their second most expensive car behind the STI spec R. Shit. There you go. What about mm. the uh, ice and But I don't know much Subarus. Nah, those Liberty wagons, especially that fourth gen and the fifth gen, <laughs> before it went all boxy, yeah. they are awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about like the new, the new Liberty though. Like, did they make an R version of that? No, they're still you can you could I don't know about right now I don't know about the newest generation I don't know don't know enough about liberties don't really don't care about okay. them. Um, so cool how far did we get on the cool wall? I, I can't. I we, we did, did James May. That's it. We did massive. Uh, okay, no, 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 no. I know where we're up to now. I think we're up we, to we did, we, we're up to this. This that uh, road That's exactly right. We've done James May. One, two, three, four, five, six cars here. Yep. Let's do let's it. Let's go through car number one, the HSVW four twenty seven sub zero. That's sub zero. That's sub zero. For those that yes. don't know, <laughs> it's got it's got four wheels and a steering wheel. That's all you need to know, John. With a big so, fuck off engine. Yeah, the four twenty seven is actually the four hundred twenty seven cubic inches mm. that the uh, V eight is big seven liter V eight. Um, was a limited edition car. Was the most expensive HSV when it came out at the time. It was. Like I think it was. I think it was over a hundred grand. <laughs> wow. Um, and they only made a limited run of them. They were all sold prior to release, and most of them as collector cars. So yeah, never driven. Yeah, never driven. A, bun- a bunch of sort of accountants sort of came came about and said, "All right, let's pull all our money together. They buy a W four twenty seven and put it in like Kennard storage, and never really drive it, hoping that in ten years, twenty years, thirty it might years, be worth a bit more. it might be worth a bit more. And it will be. Oh, it will be mm. guaranteed. Cool. Next, next is a. Um, so hang on, what, what do we all think? All sub zero. Oh, sub zero. Yes. Yeah. Wow, we all agreed. Fuck. Oh, how could you not? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Mini Cooper S Clubman. Cool. It's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Cool. If it was a JCW, it'd be Sub-Zero. <laughs> it only comes in that British racing green, doesn't it, the JCW? No, no, JCWs no. can be had in every colour. Oh. Remember BMW owns them? Yeah. So it's in every colour under the planet. So yeah. it's profit maximisation. Yes. True. Fuck heritage. Um, I think that, that British racing green is probably one of the most popular oh, colours. It's also the best colour. Mm. Or the red. The red and white mini. Ooh, I don't like the red. But it's the, the most red? known mini colour. Because I think the red or the green, the red, the red. Yeah. yeah, man, the red with the Union Jack on I mean, it. I I associate British racing green with Jaguar. Yeah, yeah, so do I actually. Mm. Or well, not just to the same extent, but also Porsche a bit. Ooh, oh, really? No, yeah. I, I would say then maybe like Aston Martin being second. Yeah, yeah, actually, good point. Yeah, you're right there. I was, think, I was thinking, but it's definitely Jag first. Yeah, it's like every day of the week. Absolutely, yeah. Jag first. No question about it. Mm. Um. I suppose moving on, Morgan Aeromax. I think, I think they're cool. Yeah, he did. Um, oh, yeah, they still has it or he sold it. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it had BMW running gear. I don't know enough about them for them to be cool to me, so that's uncool. I think it's uncool. I think they're cool. I don't think it's uncool, but it's like borderline. It's just fucking like dumb. Average. Like, it's dumb. I just, I, just, I just don't know why. 
Why would you buy one? Nah, it's because you have money. You have money for everything else, and yeah, pretty much, like nah, it's, it's not your daily. I would just buy it's a BMW. Dumb. It's really dumb, viewers, listeners. It is really dumb. Really the old, dumb. the old Ooh, ones. Yeah, that, that, what that space this is going to be. Con- this is going to be. This is going to be a hot topic. Hot yeah. topic. Yeah. Uh, ni- the ni- the Nissan three seven. It's pronounced Datsun. Oh, no, go back to nineteen seventy four. Three seventy Z. Nissan. What do we reckon? They're cool. They're not sub-zero, but they're cool. And they're cool because of what you can do to them. That engine is incredible. Apparently it's pretty shit from factory, though. <laughs> no, 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 that's exactly right. What it's, engine it's... isn't, though? Yeah, but yeah it's that's like, exactly what, right. What, you know, bar, bar, like... Uh, for under, under, really, like, under 80 grand, you can't really buy, like, an awesome... Yeah, like, a, an engine that has been made yeah. as good as it can be, because, you know, <laughs> yeah. in five years' time, they're going to be like, hey, here's a performance version. <laughs> I reckon that the SDI spec R at this point would probably be as far as the ET257 goes, so that's pretty much at the yeah. top of the line. And yeah. that that and probably the LS3s and those last SDI... Yeah, that's, that's up there. Good. Have they dropped the LS series engines from all of their cars now? They don't have Holden any. Holden. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to be putting Holden the Marina. Well, whatever you want. General Motors. No. No, G- GM's still putting the LSs and what, Corvettes and stuff like and that. Camaros, yeah. Yeah. Camaro, yeah, good point. Camaro will be what has the LS. Yeah. Um, moving on. Um, I'm going to say cool 70. for the 370. Yeah. It's cool. not like the newest ones, they're uncool. There's no the reason. Weather? Okay, There's no um, difference between them and the older ones. Exactly. Why would you buy 58 grand for a car you can well, get you can buy 20. one that's 10 years old. And do exactly the same thing. Yeah. They need to bring out a new one already. And they keep yeah. bringing out Nismo versions and no one gives a toss about it. I was going to say, for the bonus question, do we like the Nismo version? No. 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 I mean, it's, it's money cool, grab. but it's... A, yeah. It's a complete... They're like... It's not selling well enough because it's 10 years old. It's it's It has the same issue as the Lancer. Yes. They, yeah. they have got a bit of Evo syndrome. Luckily, it's Nissan, not Mitsubishi. No, what so I'm saying, got the money to go behind it. What I'm saying is that the Lancer hasn't been selling because it's like 16 years old at this point, the latest one. So they keep putting out <laughs> body kits for it. But because the body kit versions aren't selling because everyone knows it's an old car now, that... They're not gonna. They don't see the justification building a new one yeah. because the old one isn't selling because it's so old. It's this constant spiral, and I think the same issue with the three seventy Z because everyone with half a brain is buying maybe a four year old three seventy Z with low kilometers. All the Barnabasi and spending the extra on mods. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But the, it's got the same issue as the Lancer because now now Nissan's like, hey, we bring out a new Nismo version every couple of years. Hopefully that sells. Well, the thing is, like, in the, you talk, or well, Jern has been talking to Nissan reps at these auto shows, and they're like, when's a new Z car? And they're like, we don't know. They're like, when's a new GDR? We don't know. Yeah, like, the new they, GDR. They have no fucking, they have no intentions. The new GTR is the same car as the, old, as the R35. It's like yeah. the R35.1. Well, no, I tell you, Nissan have not made a performance car this decade, and we're nearly at the end of it. Yeah. Yep. That's fucking concerning. Cool. We had that really cool concept car a couple of years ago to compete with the 86. That, ne- that never came back. Yeah, down. that would have been dope. Yeah. I'm waiting for like a 380 or 390Z. I, I don't think I'll hold my breath. No. Anytime soon. So we under the... Uh, I haven't... Uh, I will... It, 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 is, it is right on the line between cool and uncool. Yeah, it's as close it's as you can right get. It's right on the fucking line. But it's on the correct side of the line. It is. It I, is. I think it errors on that side, yes. But the thing is, the problem is, is like, then we've got the Nissan GTR next Which to it. Which is next line. So... so for me, that's still sub-zero purely on a price for performance factor. Oh, uh, really? Yep. There is nothing you can buy for under 100 grand that is quicker. It's both. Well, 
That's well, it, it's but it's more than a hundred grand. The, the price maybe is brand more new. than a hundred grand now. Maybe up. brand new, but not the like the used ones of that generation. Please that keep era. in mind that the like the early versions of the GDR had transmission issues. Oh come on, who gives a fuck? We couldn't GDR. do more than two launch controls, otherwise you void your warranty. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, and if you did have to like replace the transmission, if you fucked it, it would you be have like to take out a small loan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, I, I if just, you're buying I'm that so, car, you don't give a shit. I'm so bored on the R35. I no, just you shouldn't care. be. I, I agree with the whole price performance factor. It's the cheapest supercar on the planet. It's not it's, a supercar. It is. Are you it's what? It's not a supercar. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Of course, it's, it's not. a supercar. It's not a supercar. What? It's a sports car. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh my god! It competes with the 911, which is a sports car. The 911 is a sports car. It's not a supercar. You spanner that? What are you smoking? You're both spanners for that matter. But but fucking two wheeled spanners. That's what you are. But more so what Front I was thinking, drive spanners. If I pulled up to a, you know, a car meet in that, yep. and yeah. I pulled up next to an R34 GTR. R34, 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 R34. And, that, and that for me wouldn't make it sub zero itself. I'd, I'd maybe say cool. The problem is, like, I, I'm really hesitant to give the 370s that are cool because I think the Skyline is, is cool. But, so, so maybe 370s uncool? Yeah, Skyline's that's what I'm thinking. Cool. That's what I'm thinking. No, what? Yeah. What? what? Yeah. They're both at least a cool. They're different types, cool. That's yeah. fine. Okay. There's okay. different. There's different ends of the our, spectrum. Our, our okay. four okay. category system isn't working. So, uh, so, <laughs> so in, in my okay, what I'm going to say is that the three seventy Z is a, is a C minus, so a cool minus. It's yeah, yeah, cool minus. It's a pass. You're happy with a cool minus. These yeah, get degrees. Cool and then the Skyline is just a solid cool car. Oh, You've no. got to give it a cool plus. Uh, C no, you've got to give it a C plus because of no. that performance for price point. I've got to admit, it is pretty. It, it is pretty legendary. And oh. what the thing I love about the R35 the most is that it, it's not. It's not a pretty car. It's not an attractive car, but no. it, it looks purposeful. No, it's... it looks like a bit. If you if you parked it in a fucking military fucking warehouse, it wouldn't look out of place. It looks. It is totally focused on just being as fast as it possibly can. There's no compromise in that regard. The best way to explain, and the reason why it's a supercar, is with the... What is the... It, does the Nissan GTR do anything other than going quickly in a straight line? Has back seats. Can also go around oh, corners shit, pretty that's quickly. A problem. Yeah, that sort of fucks my parade. Yeah, it's a sports car. Absolutely. I can't believe I'm saying this. It's not a supercar. Fuck no. It what, should be a supercar. Also, what supercar is front-engined? Huh? McLarens, oh, all you the idiots! Ferrari, all, the, all, the, all the V12 Ferraris—they're mid-engine, aren't they? The V12 Ferraris. Listen, yeah. clean your ears out. You're an idiot. Whatever. <laughs> I always—I always assume supercars are mid-engine. You're drunk. Ooh, You're right, a drunk idiot. Get but the, well, the, the Muria, the Lambo Muria. Had a, oh no, I was in the back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I Any think I, I actually am white. It's the Ferraris. I think McLaren's a mid-engine as well. Mid-engine? Yeah, but the V12. You're not listening. The V12 Ferraris are all front-engine. I'm just triggered. Ah. Yes, triggered. Mission I know how much you love Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. So hang on. What do we all think of this GTR? Uncool. Okay, you're uncool. Oh, Matt's, you little Matt's... bitch. <laughs> you little motherfucking bitch. I'm saying sub-zero. Sub-zero? Yes. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. yes. No. I have the right to an opinion, uh, and that is my opinion. You have your right to also be, like, wrong, uh, I guess. The Ferrari 812 is front-engine? Yeah, they're all front-engine. There's five wide. of them are front-engine. 
Dude, they've been the V. The, okay, that 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 that. The two fifty. That was a major. Remember seeing that? The two fifty GT Lusso. Yep. Yeah, it was Steve the five fifty. Steve McQueen on one of those. The five fifty Marinello. Marinello. <laughs> You'd say that I don't do. I don't do Ferraris. I don't care about them. I really don't care about Ferraris. Fucking Mary. What the hell? That's an ugly ass looking Ferrari. What the hell is a Ferrari FF? Fucking fast. Oh, that, <laughs> that is ugly as sin. That is a four. That is a four seat. It's a two plus two. It's ugly as sin. The first ever all-wheel drive Ferrari. Didn't Chris Harris have one? I believe. Oh, he no, did. he had the F12. He had both. He had that. <laughs> and he had Honorable mentions is the five fastest Ferraris. Fiat 500. <laughs> <laughs> I right, love those right. love arts. Well, so, that's triggered. Okay, so we've got. I'm, I'm going cool. Okay, I, just, I, I think I think I think I think Mitch is uncool, and thank that's you. Sub zero equals out to a cool. cool. That's why I said uh, sub zero. A, I think it's sub zero, and B, you're an idiot for thinking it's uncool. It's uncool. It's not uncool. It's uh, every gonna, YouTuber gonna, has one. For it, some, all no, they don't. They for something. Them. For somebody who it's loves old. their tech, I cannot believe that you don't like. Oh no, I've said this for years. I've said for years that I love technology. I don't like the GTR. You're dr- I, I, you're I an e- what? Oh, that's a bit. Of, that's a bit. That, that's going really yeah. against the grain for you, Mitch. Because you know you yeah. love electric cars. You I love don't love electric. cars. He doesn't like electric cars. Oh, you are God. such an idiot. Thank Why God. do you think we both? Uh, I love electric cars. He likes them. He I don't. Them. <laughs> I love them. Good. This podcast he is going good. everywhere. Oh. Good. I, don't, I don't like them either. Okay, that makes more sense. I, now, I would feel kind of cool turning up in a car meet like that. Not oh. super cool. I wouldn't feel. I feel better in R34. Of course you yeah, would. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's, it's easy. I feel better in R32. Even in R33. Oh no, I wouldn't. Yeah, 33, I, like in that purple. No, midnight, oh, midnight purple. purple. Yeah. Hell oh. yes. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I'd still that R400. So yeah. yeah. We're in the middle. Thanks. Average Shut it out. Shut up. We're talking about this. We're four hours here. God damn it. You know what's interesting is that those R34 GTRs. Mm-hmm. Are about the same price as an R35. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Because you know what's going to suck about the R35 is that it's got all those digital gauges, which look cool when it came out, but they're, they're gonna not going to age. They're well. going to age very yeah. poorly. They're going to. I look... think the whole car's going to age pretty poorly. Yeah. It is so like heaped with tech. If anything, if one fuse yeah. fucking breaks at any point in the next twenty years, the you, whole car's gonna be basically you get another fuse. You will be able to replace the the digital screen in an R35 with a Raspberry Pi. It's Japanese, it shouldn't break either. No. Well... It's Nissan, so it probably will break. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> the one thing I, you know, we, we can, we can you know, a lord, a lord over its fucking, you know, performance credentials, but the issue is, if you turned off all the tech and turned off all the stability control... Oh, it's going to understeer into a corner. It will not, immediately. It will not drive. No. Can we really say it's a properly engineered car? It's not a driver's it's car. It's not, it's not a driver's car. It's not meant to be though. That's a rocket ship with four wheels. That's true. Think about it. It's a rocket ship with four wheels, and that makes it cool. It's it's designed that that Mickey Mouse could drive. It's designed to go around a fucking racetrack as fast as possible, with as little driver input as possible. Yeah, that's the problem. There's nothing wrong with that. I believe. I think it isolates the driver too much. Have you ever seen every single review of the GTR says it's amazing at the limit and then boring as batshit at about? Oh yeah, you'd never daily drive it. But when do you ever daily drive any supercar? Uh, if you have an 911, you daily drive it. I would. That's not a supercar. Well, neither is the GTR, <laughs> Spanner. <laughs> uh, right, should we move on uh, to the last one? Oh, uh, my God. I don't even want to move on to the last one. It's, what? What? Oliver? Heaven's it's, Africa it's car? Sub-Zero. Obviously. Wait. <laughs> 
What? A, I, I mean, only if you're a Top Gear like fangirl. Yeah. Okay, for you it's Sub Zero. Yeah. No, thank you. It's not. It's uncool for me. Yeah, I'm not having it wasn't a pie cool. that. It was in this weird science show that he did. That was when it was pretty uncool. But after that, it was. It was I mean, they don't even tell you what type of car it is. It's an Opel Cadet from 1963. Oh, God, you're a nerd. Send it to the scrapyard. Nah, nah, it's not that no. sick. Oh, it, he God, flooded the shit out of it. And then they spent with a mechanic overnight. Together, they got it going with basic tools. Damn, Daniel. That's the good, good thing about old cars. Yeah, it just worked. And it made the horn sound better. It was like, cleared out all the shit in the horn. <laughs> Have you not watched the episode? I watched it many, many moons ago. Oh, I watched it all, I I watch it all the time. It's a great scene. episode. Yes. Do you think that GTRs are going to drop in value? No. R34s. No. 34s, no. Is no. it a sound investment? Yeah. I think a GTR. Because is a sound our, it's. Don't go for a GTST or something. No, 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 no. no, no. That's no. not what I said. The, the reason is. Oh, this is going to be another podcast all on its own. What? Talking about what cars are going to appreciate. Yeah. Because the Smoking Tire did this about six. No, a couple That's of years a ago now. That's stock, G. Look at that. That's stock. That's got an original exhaust on it. Does it? That's original. No. That's not even big. I, Those wheels aren't original. No, the wheels aren't. The wheels are kind of hot boy. Hot boy? The reason is is because our generation has grown up... Um, In the PlayStation. Dreaming of them. Yeah, with PlayStation and Gran Turismo. Many of whom have you know, now gone into jobs where the, you know, they're probably earning a decent amount of money. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. They've never had the opportunity. Their, relive their childhood dreams. And then give it another 50 years. Because you know how like old people now buying old cars that we don't really appreciate because we don't understand them yep. and they're spending a ridiculous amount of money on them yeah our generation of 50 years particularly if the electric cars are fucking everywhere I think it's going to be even less than 50 years you got to think about it oh yeah, okay. I do think 50 is a round okay. number yeah here's, here's the thing alright the, the, the 90s the 90s JDM right. era is going to follow the same trajectory as the 60s American muscle car era I'm calling it right now 30, 40 years yeah. after they're released, they're going to be a big revival. Yeah. We're really starting to see it now mm. with all the rare... Or even Porsches, GMs. for that matter. Yeah, Porsches, Ferraris as well. Jeez. FYI, Ferraris Shit. are at their lowest oh. point in terms of price after 10 years. You sound like a Bitcoin investor right now. That's what you are. I'll leave that to I don't invest in Bitcoin. Uh, cryptos and whatever else. Anyway, I, think, I think it's probably time to... So wait, what do you guys think about Oliver? Uncool. Uncool. Yeah. If I turn, that's the grandfather of the Holden Commodore right there. Okay, that's kind of cool. If you think about it. No. Yeah. If I turned up to a car meet, I'd have to explain to people what it is. Yeah. Is it? No, that's Unless the best kind of car. car. That's the best kind of car. Yeah. When you got to explain the modifications. But people who would know what it is would be like, "Holy shit, it's it's Oliver." Mm. But there yeah. you go. Um, all right, I think it's ending. Yep, it's we're done. Cool. Thanks for listening, people. Uh, Congratulations what? if you've survived this long. Oh my god, what a fucking episode this was. Yep. Um, Loved it. It's so about can... half as good as last week's episode, and that's purely because Mitch is here. Uh, it's about twice as good, mate, because we didn't talk about motorcycles. <laughs> yes. Oh! Thank you. No, shush. No, it, uh, I'm now. so excited. Find Ge- us on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, not Twitter, not to, Instagram. To, so, Gears and Beers Media, uh, Facebook and Instagram, gearsandbeersmedia.com for our website. Um, well, who, YouTube, we're also Gears and Beers Media there. Check out our MG3 review um, on more, the WordPress. More reviews coming, more videos coming. Yep. Uh, not immediately, Big but plans. in the coming months, you're going to see a lot more video content from it's us. It's going to be good. I think that it. we'll have one or two filmed before the end of the month. Maybe even three filmed before the end of the month. End of the month? We've only yeah. got two weeks, two and a bit I, weeks I'd left. say at least one. 
Uh, the, well, there's, there's, there's three that you can do in one. Jesus. Oh. This is gonna be like no, genuine, like. Film I'm gonna just. Like I'm just gonna end it. Day. We're done. We're done. Yeah, Bye. Yeah.